0: Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and I have Leisha Drews from Abundant Life Wellness. Don't we all want that abundant life? And the way to get it is to take care of yourself, friend. And Leisha is talking with us about how to take care of yourself, how to do it practically in mom life. We are really getting into the nitty gritty. She's even giving me advice about how to eat better while I'm pregnant and just really take care of myself better. And these are practical tips. You can apply them today, mama friend. And I really think you're going to be encouraged by everything Leisha shares. All the uh, links are in the show notes to connect with her. She's giving you a free 60 minute hormone strategy call because she helps women balance their hormones. And she helps them to really tap into their abundant life and take care of themselves in a very holistic way. So enjoy this episode and may it bless you, friend. Hi, everyone. I have Leisha here. She is from Abundant Life Wellness. She's here to talk with us today about taking care of ourselves. Um, How many moms struggle with that? Are you raising your hand? Because I am. (laughs) So, welcome to the podcast, Leisha. I'm so happy to have you here today.
1: Hey, Stephanie. I'm so excited to be here. And I love talking about how to take care of yourself as a mom because I'll just throw in my own little personal story really quick as we start. Um, I grew up the oldest of four kids with a mom who was amazing and loved us so much that she never took care of herself. Um, she just like, she was so busy pouring into us for years and years and took, she homeschooled us, like all of us all the way through school. So she homeschooled for like 25 years and like did all of these amazing things and we felt so loved. And so that's an amazing testimony that she has as a mom. Um, and as I got older, I was able to see how much of a drain that was for her um and mm-hmm. that even now as her kids are kind of out of the house it's been really hard for her to get back into taking care of herself even in you know small ways of like uh being able to like go to bed earlier and you know i think we have this misconception as moms sometimes that like oh you know we're just in this season right now and then it'll be fine later but i think when we find ourselves in this pattern that we get into of not taking care of ourselves on a regular basis for great reasons like totally understand the reasons. It doesn't actually get easier to do it as you get older. And as your kids get older in some ways, because you get into this habit of filling your time with everything else besides taking care of yourself. So I'm super passionate about that because I see the effects that it has on so many women, my mom, my clients, myself, when we don't take care of ourselves. So super excited to jump into all of that.
0: Yes. And I was saying before we clicked record that, You know, you posted this quote, I'll take care of myself once the kids are older. And I think you touched on that, you know, if we're not developing and cultivating these good habits now, how are we going to learn them in 20 years? It just doesn't make sense. We have to take small baby steps now and do the little bits we can to take care of ourselves, so that it's a habit. It's something that we're used to. And in however many years when our kids are out of the house we're used to that self-care and that word gets tossed around, but we're going to talk about what that really means. And can you also share you're a holistic hormone coach and how do you help women with their hormones? How do you help support women and help them with their hormone cycles? How do you coach them through that? Um, Why are you so passionate about that as a part of a way for women to take care
1: of themselves? Yeah. That's a really big question. So I'm going to try to keep it less than three hours on my answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yes, yeah, so I'm actually a registered nurse and a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. I worked in the hospital for almost 10 years and really got to this point with my own health and with some things that happened with my daughter that I was really just seeing that like I wanted to be involved in wellness care and preventative care versus being in the hospital sick care. So I decided to get my certification as a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and I've decided to focus on hormones because I find that as women, our hormones get a bad rap. A lot of the times, like we just will kind of like blame things on hormones. Like, oh, I'm grumpy. It's just my hormones. Oh, I have bad skin today. It must be my hormones. You know, like we kind of look at them as this almost like enemy and truly our hormones like first of all, our hormones are literally what keep us alive. There are so many hormones in the body besides just the ones that we kind of think of as hormones, like estrogen and progesterone for women. Um, but our hormones are actually amazing. And what is able to help our bodies create life, which is, I think a whole different perspective than like, they're annoying. They cause me to bleed. They give me cramps, like those kind of things. So Mm -hmm. that's one reason that I'm so passionate about hormone care is that literally hormones are what create life, um, and make us be able to have children and have these legacies. So I love kind of like flipping the script on that. But when I work with my clients, I work with them one-on-one. And then I also have a course, um, that's just like a little mini get started course on how to understand your hormone cycles better and track fertility naturally. Um, it's specifically made for moms who are busy and just need like that quick bit of information to get them going on something they can do. Um, but then I also work with women one-on-one and we really look in like a really big root of hormone problems. It's not just, there's something up with my hormones. I should probably take birth control and that will help. Um, because we're looking more at like, why are your hormones off versus let's just fix the symptoms. So we look at functional lab work and then we do a lot of healing work through nutrition, um, through stress reduction, which is a big self care is a big part of that through making sure that your sleep is good through appropriate exercise and just like creating a life that you actually can enjoy and get through without being in survival mode all the time. So that's really huge for my ladies.
0: That's huge for me. It's funny. As you're talking about this, I realized (laughs) I was complaining to somebody about a problem that was real, but I noticed I was really moody about it. And I was like, oh, it's just because I'm pregnant. It's my hormones. And it's funny, as you're saying that, I was like, oh, I wonder if there was something else going on. And as I was thinking about it, as you're talking, I'm like, I think I was hungry in that moment. I think. It it may have maybe pregnancy hormones, yeah, but I also was hungry. And so I think sometimes simple things like eating enough <laughs> for busy moms yeah. is self-care, right? Wouldn't you say that that's part of taking care of yourself? Like, for mm-hmm. example, you know, I have two little kids, four and almost two, and then I'm 16 weeks pregnant. And so, you know, I'm tired, I'm busy, and it's also wonderful. This is the life I prayed for but it is hard to fit in self-care. So like, let's say I was your client and you were coaching me through this. Cause I always like to give people a taste of what coaching would be like with, with my um, guest. And so since you coach women one-on-one and I came to you and said, Oh, I'm having a hard time. Like making sure I eat enough or eat on time. And you know, I'm pregnant. So I'm always hungry. I'm always snacking. How do I, you know, balance that with making sure that I feed the kids and get enough rest. Um I also have my passions like hosting this podcast and and coaching people to start their own podcast and there's so much there. So let's say I'm your client. I came to you and said, "I don't know, I just don't have enough energy and it seems like it's more than just being pregnant. Um
1: where would you start with me?" Yeah, so I think one of the big things that you already have mentioned is like, yeah, like, are you eating? Um, so I would start by asking you where, where throughout the day do you feel tired? Are you always tired or are you tired at certain points or are there kind of ups and downs?
0: I would say ups and downs. Um, after I eat a good breakfast, I feel pretty good. And I have one cup of coffee in the morning that I allow myself, um, And try to drink enough water. I've noticed that makes a difference with my energy. Um, And then usually I'm not a huge lunch eater. Like I don't really enjoy lunch. Um, But I will – I'll eat a little something and then I'll have another snack about one or so. So it's almost like I have like half my lunch at 11.45 and half my lunch at 1 or 1.30. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's kind of how my body works. And then I notice myself getting really tired after lunch and then like in the late afternoon around 3 p.m. or so, just getting yeah. really tired again.
1: Yeah. So there's several things that can play into that. Um, sometimes some some stress changes in your adrenal glands can be part of that. And being pregnant, you know, that is a big, big nutrient absorber from your body. Like it's a big energy thing to grow a baby. Obviously we all know that we've had babies. (laughs) It's a lot. (laughs) Um, So something that would come up for me, like the first thing that I would say would be to really be focused on making sure that you're getting some food in every maybe three hours or so, especially as a pregnant mom, and that those things would be really balanced. So when I say balanced, I mean, that there would be some protein and that there would be some carbohydrates every single time. Um, Mm -hmm. And you can definitely do some fats too, but make sure that you're pairing protein and carbohydrates because it gives you kind of that quicker source of energy and a little bit more long-term. And those are the building blocks. The protein is the building blocks of your baby and your body and your energy and all of those things. So that's what I would normally start with is like making sure that you're getting some good protein and carbs usually within an hour of waking up in the morning and then kind of splitting some out during the day too. And if you're not a big lunch person and you're doing a couple of little snacks in that time period, that's awesome. As long as they have some good nutrients in them for you. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's super helpful. I think a lot of us tend to, when we're hungry, I know I'll speak for myself and a lot of my friends I've noticed, you know, you snack on carbs, you snack mm-hmm. on crackers or whatever. And just that reminder to pair it with the protein is so practical and so helpful. Um, and then, you know, if someone's listening and they're saying, okay, that's great. The nutrition piece, but what about the other parts of taking care of myself? What about, you know, getting enough sleep? Like, how do I do this as a busy mom? It feels so overwhelming to take care of myself. Like I can barely keep up with taking care of my kids. So what would you say Alicia to that listener that says, okay, how do I, but how do I prioritize myself? How do I actually take care of myself in this busy season? Because it feels like it's just one more thing to fit in and I'm not sure how to do
1: that. Right. Absolutely. So I think I have two things there. My first thing would be You know, why do you think you feel like that? Is it because you're already trying to give from an empty cup? And if that's the case that you're feeling exhausted and spread way too thin. And so you feel like you don't have time to take care of yourself. Like, how is that ever going to get better if you don't prioritize it? So I think just establishing that importance, like it's a good reminder for me, even every single time I say it, because it's really easy to get out of that pattern. But just looking at like, okay, sometimes it helps to write down, what are you doing in a day? Like write down what is taking your time. And so one thing I'll just go ahead and go there. One thing for moms that takes a lot of their time, little bits throughout the day is social media or being on your phone too much. So yep, if you yep. are on your phone constantly in all the little in-between times until you're until your kid screams the next time, which is like what one minute later, right? Um, (laughs) like if you actually had that phone put away and it wasn't a distraction, could you have the dishes done a little bit sooner after lunch and just like take a nap when your kids nap? Probably maybe that could be, I mean, I think that could be a big game changer, but kind of taking a, a minute to evaluate, like, yes, it's so true that moms are really busy. Um, but it's also very true that you will not survive motherhood well, if you continue to not take care of yourself. So it has to become a mental shift, I think. Um, but some practical tips that I have would definitely be, you know, even like getting those little, getting those little meals in throughout the day and kind of looking to like make a plan of, okay, these are healthy snacks that I always buy myself when I buy the kids snacks. Um, so even just like including yourself in the plan, when you take care of your kids versus like, I take care of the kids and then if they ever have a few minutes that they're happy then I'll take care of myself. So just including yourself in that plan like when you're grocery shopping or when it's nap time um another thing that I like to tell moms is like you know that nap time is so sacred a lot of times for us with little kids where it's like okay I have to get everything done in this hour or hour and a half that I have um but sometimes if you're in that season of feeling so worn out it's really helpful to just set a timer and put aside the first like 15 minutes or 30 minutes of nap time just for you, like just to take a shower, just to sit in the sunshine, just to call your friend, like whatever it is, like taking that, that first step out of the kid's room and say, like take a deep breath and say, what do I actually need right now? Like the answer is probably not social media or like cramming down a bunch of donuts. Like that's not what you actually need mentally and physically. It would be something more that would like actually make you feel really good when you were done. So I find that that's been really helpful and it's not an everyday thing by any means. Um, but when you're in that season of like, I am so drained that I have nothing to give, I find that that can be really helpful.
0: That is so practical. And most of us do have, I actually recently did a, an episode about my time audit that I did. And it's, if you want to know where your time goes, do a time audit and write down, you know, just in general, what you're doing every 15 minutes. It sounds overwhelming and it's a little intense. I'm not going to lie. I did it for three or four days and um, it's revealing though. You, you don't even need to do it for that many days. It's very revealing and it shows you how much time you actually do have. And so most of us do have 15 minutes to take a breath, take care of ourselves Something I like to do at the beginning of nap time for my son. I'll put on a show for my daughter, set her up with an activity, and then I do my prayer time. I do my Bible reading time, you know, like I fill myself spiritually, and that is very rejuvenating and peaceful for me. And so, whatever that is for whoever's listening, like you just find something and, and it doesn't have to be the same every day, but I love that idea. And I, I talk a lot about starting small. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you feel like you can only start with five minutes. Great. Start with five minutes and then up it as you get more comfortable with spending five minutes on yourself. Um, I love that practical advice. It's so helpful. Anything else you want to leave our listeners with about, you know, taking care of themselves in general Or, you know, how they can start to tune into their hormones. What would you like to leave our listeners with today?
1: Yeah. So, just kind of the little follow up from what I was saying before, I think I've had women tell me, like, when I say, you know, what do you need? What would fill you up if you spent this amount of time? Sometimes they'll say, like, I don't even know. You know, if you're in that deep of a season of like just giving everything. So actually making that an activity one day or like before you go to bed one night, just like thinking about maybe three or four things that would normally fill you up and writing them down. So when you get to that 15 minutes, you're not like, oh man, what do like, you know, kind of like having to think through it. You've just got a little list and you can pick something. So I feel like even sometimes we're in that place where we just need it to be super figured out already. And so that can be helpful. But the last thing that I would love to say is just, um, that it's so important to give ourselves grace as a mom. Um, and to know that even with perfectly balanced hormones, there are going to be ups and downs and that our rhythms as women are not the same as men's rhythms, obviously, but men kind of go on a 24 hour cycle and we go on a monthly cycle, right? Whether it's 25 days or 29 days or whatever your cycle looks like. Um, but there's actually going to be changes in the way that you can show up for your family or for your business or for whatever it is that you're doing um, throughout your cycle, and that that's normal. Um, the extreme mood swings or the extreme fatigue, like those things aren't normal. But actually, when you start your period and the few days before you start your period, it's completely normal to feel more introverted at that time, to want more time to yourself, to not want to spend as much time with your family necessarily. And to maybe not be able to like exercise as hard or work as hard and you just need more rest. That's actually perfectly normal for your body. And I've found that knowing that can be really just a sense of relief and realize, oh, there's not something wrong with me. Like I just need to plan that these two days before my period, I just tell my husband like, Hey, when you get home, I need to take a walk by myself. And then I can come back and like be a happy mom who loves my family again um without any guilt because I know this is where I am in my cycle and then the opposite can be true as well that when you're nearing ovulation which is right in the middle of your cycle you might be a lot more energetic and you might be more excited about your husband and you might want to go out on a date or you want to see friends or like be just like a really awesome mom with your kids and take them to the playground and all these things that you like wish you could do. And so when you're in that season, not being like, man, why can't I be like this all the time? Um, or feeling guilty that you're, you know, well, two weeks ago, I could do this. Why can't I do it now? It truly is a cycle. And once you kind of like have those tools to know that your body is going to be going through different things throughout the cycle, you can, you can really tune into that and make it something awesome because you're prepared and you know, what's coming.
0: That is Excellent advice, Leisha. And that leads me perfectly into my next question, which is where do people learn more about you and where do they connect with you? Because you're just a wealth of knowledge for women. And so I know they're going to want to go find you and um, follow you and see all the things you do.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so Instagram is my main social media that I'm on, and my handle there is at abundant.life.wellness. Um, or you can just search my name, Leisha Drews, and you should be able to find me. And then um that's the best way to get a hold of me. I have a link there. I do schedule um free calls with women if they're like having hormone problems or gut problems or just different like energy crashes, mood swings, bad periods, all of those things. I I would be happy to schedule a free call with you and just talk and see, um, if my help is something that would be right for you. And then I also do have a course that is called decode your cycle. I made it, especially for moms who just want to understand their hormones better and, or don't want to be on birth control and want to know exactly how, and when they can get pregnant, something that we really didn't learn in health class. Um, and so I teach how to, Track your cycles naturally and also go into every single week of the natural hormone cycle and helping you know how to exercise during that time, what kind of self care you need, what kind of nutrition you need. And this course is less than three hours. It might even be closer to two hours and it's all audio lessons. So it's perfect for the mom who just needs to like go in and listen for 10 minutes and learn something and be done for the day. So I would definitely recommend that kind of as a starting point for anyone who's like, piqued their interest um, in what we're talking about today.
0: Fabulous. Thank you, Leisha. I really appreciate you coming on today to talk with us. And thank you so much for everything you shared. It was excellent.
1: Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I feel pretty proud that I didn't go too much longer than this.
0: <laughs> you did a good job. I know we, we did it. We I can tell we both like to talk, but we restrained ourselves.
1: <laughs> tried to keep it short-winded as much as possible.
0: It was so good. Thank you so much. Yeah,
1: you're welcome.
0: Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way, you know, every time a new episode goes live. Thanks
1: for being here, friends. Bye for now.